You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here is your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I am Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, August 18th, episode 3250, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, we're thinking about everybody across the country. It's going to be hot this weekend. I know it's been hot all along, but apparently really hot this weekend. I saw your temperatures like 105 to 110. <sighs> it's just, it's just, I mean, it, August sucks everywhere. February sucks and August sucks. And you have to get used to the fact that it's going to suck. <laughs> It's going to be 108. What I am like, it's like I'm living back in Arizona, but not because it's like 120 there. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in the same boat. Hey, Kim Wallace is stopping by today. Uh, one of our favorite uh, retired eventers and a good friend of the show. She's been uh, out wor- working on the set all week. And what set is that? It's the documentary movie they're putting out about her horse, The Gray Goose. And the movie's called The Gray, The Kim Wallace Story. They picked a rider to play her and a horse. So she got to spend time with them, and she's going to tell us all about it. She's very excited. I don't know if you saw her posts, but... Um, I'm so excited. I can't wait for this to come out. Yeah, it's going to be great. Also, Auditor Jennifer tells us about her experience getting solar on the farm. And Chris Johns of uh, North Coast Solar joins us. And he's going to answer some questions about solar for your farm. It came up in the auditor room the other day. And a lot of people had questions about putting solar in at the farm. So we thought, let's get somebody on who has it and somebody who can answer some of those questions. Plus, we have some really bad ads later in the show. But first, somebody... Like a household name in racing has passed away. Yeah, very sad. I had no idea. Um, but Jerry Moss, who is the husband of Ann Moss and the owner of Zenyatta, like like the horse that needs no introduction. So uh, he passed away. It's just very, very sad because he's a, he's like a super music guy, really into music, co-founded A&M Records. I mean, really, really um influential Zenyatta of course got her name from the police album because they were signed by uh, A&M records and just a, a huge staple in the horse racing world. You know, what jumped out at me with this article I read was Zenyatta's horse of the year was 2010, 13 years ago. I know. It seems like yesterday. I just, I just blew me away that it's been that long. I know. You know what else I forgot too reading this article is that Jerry was also the owner of Giacomo. 
who was oh, the yeah. 50 to 1 horse what, back in 2005 that won the Kentucky Derby. I totally didn't even put those together. Um, but yeah, Giacomo. I think Giacomo went on to not win much else. <laughs> 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 but he was the son of Holy Bull, and so he um, probably enjoyed the rest of his non-racing career. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that was uh, sad for, that uh, Jerry passed away and God, 13 years since Inyana. Oh. oh, well, let's do some daily winnies. Guess what? No Auditor Birthdays this weekend. This has been the lightest week for Auditor Birthdays in the history of Auditor Birthdays. So if I missed any, happy birthday to you. But otherwise, I have to give Loreen. You know Loreen who comes on every week and reads ads for us? And, yes, and really bad ads. She's on today. Matter of fact, she has another ad for us today. And remember, she won the prize last month. She won the Western kit for her horse. Yeah. She sent me a package. She sent Jennifer and I a package, actually. Well, she asked me for my address. Oh, it's too, coming then. So something's coming. So you're about to ruin the surprise. Oh. What's your What's your prize? Do you want me to tell you or not? Yeah. Okay. So she said, you'll probably get the same thing then. Um, so Lorene, thank you for the puzzle. She sent me a puzzle, but it's not just any puzzle. She took pictures off of my Facebook page of Jennifer and I, of you and I, of Scooter, and uh, uh, actually one of me riding an equisizer once, and then of Jennifer and Helena together, and she put them all together into this puzzle. Oh, so, that's so nice. It's a 520 piece puzzle of us and and you're you're right down there at the bottom. It's one of the many appearances we made together standing in front of one of the backdrops. Um and so thank you Lorene. This is fantastic. This winter we'll be putting a puzzle together of our faces. So I was going to say like <laughs> I might accidentally lose the piece with your face on it. <laughs> it's it, it, it she did a good job. She had to dig back in history for some of these pictures, let me tell you. That's awesome. But that's Aww, a very sweet. thoughtful gift, isn't it? That's very I thoughtful. can't wait to get mine. Yeah, so there you go. Sorry to ruin your surprise. Or, sorry not. Uh, sorry. Mine might be totally different though, so who it's knows. True. Yeah, it might be something else. What is it with men? <laughs> Can I just start my daily winnie like that? Uh, so I would just like to send a daily winnie to the individual men who are so helpful in helping me design and build the sheds that are replacing the oh. the one. Oh, we have the same issue going on right now. Elliot, oh. mine's with a woman. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, so initially, I bought a giant garage that's going to house my hay, and I had it custom done in the colors of like where with my barn is, so it's going to match. And so, I I also need a running shed. Now, remind you to reminder to you that all of this is paid for in the insurance that we lost the shed in the tornado. So, I have a certain amount of money to play with, and it's been really fun to not cost cut when you're buying things. So bought the shed, got the, I want the extra big garage. Well, ma'am, that's going to call. I don't care. So this, I'm dealing with a different sales guy this time. And I'm like, I want a, this running shed and I'm, I'm particular about it. And then I was like, okay. And he was like, well, we have this one and this one in stock. And I was like, oh no, I'd like to order. Oh, you want one of the custom colors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, they're more expensive if they're not already on the lot. Okay. So I want this type of shed and he was like, okay. And he's, I can hear him typing it down. And then uh, I say, do you guys have windows? Uh, 
You want windows in a horse shed? Yeah, I do. I do want some windows in my horse shed. All right. It's going to be each window. $5,000. No, I mean, this is like literally like running sheds. They're like $3,000. Like it's not like it's, I'm building a giant barn. barn. It's like a shed. It's a, it's a, it's it's something they already make and they just drop it off. Like, this is not ridiculous, but he's like, Oh man, that window, that's going to cost you each window is extra 120 bucks. And I go, really? Well, I'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, what? Like, I, I don't know who he deals with normally, but maybe it's the, so Yeah, maybe it's people like, that are always trying to get the price down. <laughs> well, I'm like, well, is it really 120 bucks? Wow. I'll take two, one on each side, which is what I wanted in the first place before you try to mansplain the fact that you don't want sh- windows in the shed. I do want windows in the shed because then I can open them up and get a cross breeze. Shut up. Like, it's just amazing. But like when I was building my barn, like this one guy comes up and he's like, uh, you're going to put a drain in the highway, aren't you? I go, no, no, I'm not going to put a drain there. Well, you look like the kind of lady that wants a clean barn. Don't you want to clean your barn? I said, yeah. Yeah, I'll have a clean barn. Well, then you're going to want a drain in the middle. Really? Have you ever tried to clean horse crap out of a drain as it blows by? And I was like, how many? I was like, hay and mud and horse poo and all the things. The horses always seem to poo right in the drain. And then I just like, I like totally, I was like, do you ever, have you been working in a barn for 35 years? Have you tried to snake a drain that's in a wash rack area? And he was like, uh, like, I, like, I guarantee you that man will never, never. <laughs> suggest that ever again. Like, cause I was, it was like one of those moments where I was like, just done with the mansplaining and mansplaining when I was building the barn, wasn't a word in my vocabulary, but had it been, I would have used it a lot, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so fun to just be like, Oh, they're 120 bucks. I'll take two. <laughs> I'm going through it in the opposite thing. Cause obviously we just bought land. We have to put a bar- barn. It's going up first, of course. Um, and Jennifer's now planning the barn and also finding out how expensive they are right now post COVID. Yeah, yeah. That's stupid. And and so she we it has been redesigned about eighty five times now. Um, and I, I can't keep up. And she comes in to say, "Well, I got this quote," and I'm like, "For which one?" <laughs> it's like I have to keep up. I'm trying to keep up. Uh, you can't. But yeah, no, you I can't. can't. Even mm. with these sheds, this so the the initial sales guy I've been working with was great, but of course he was golfing the day that I needed to make the order. <laughs> but this guy has made me sixteen different. Shed sizes, depths, <laughs> widths, colors, co- all the thi- all the things. And so finally I decided and I called to make the order and it was a different guy. And I was like, oh, where's Kevin? I want Kevin. <laughs> Ma'am, Kevin's golfing today. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I get it. <laughs> I can't mess with the guy's golf day. Ask me how I know. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, um, the sheds and garages are all ordered. And, and he was like, you want to get the financing? No. How oh, you want to pay for it? Can I just pay for it? Do you want to do installments? No. I know. Can they're I just, always shocked when you're actually going to pay cash for something. I just, I just want to pay for it. Like, 
just buy the damn thing and leave me alone. I never want to talk to you again. Okay. But give me Kevin. I want Kevin back. Everybody needs a Kevin. Everybody needs a Kevin. I need to Kevin have just was like, Jennifer needs Kevin, to find a Kevin. Yeah. You can, you can tell Kevin is married to a horse woman because I'm like, all right, Kevin, listen, what I need you to do, Kevin, is to change. Uh, you know what? I'm going to try. Let me see the, what's it look like if it's 14 deep, you know, like, what is that like? Okay, hold on. I'll get it over to you. <laughs> like he just emails it over. Now, now I'm dealing with you know Brian, who is not not be, Kevin, not married to a horsewoman. <laughs> so yeah, I'll send you Kevin. You number. send Kevin over. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I think they're getting sick of dealing with Jennifer too, and her constant redesigns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad I'm not doing it. So I told her finally. I said, just bring me the like two options, the two that you've settled on in the end. And then I'll say, which one do you like the best? And then I'll say, say, take yeah. that one. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's going to bring you two and you're going to go, I like this one. She's going to buy the other one. That's exactly that, right. She's already <laughs> decided by the That's time true. she brings you two. That is true. <laughs> and if she's smart, she would play it like this. Okay, here's how it should go. Hey, Glenn, I found two. Uh, this one is $10,000 and it includes this. And oh, I this wish it was $10,000. <laughs> I'm, I'm using an example. I know. <laughs> like, what, what, what is the ballpark price? What, oh, like they're 20, 20 to 30000 just okay. for a shell now. Okay, so yeah. if she's smart, she would bring you one that's twenty five thousand. Just be like, this one's twenty five thousand, and then this one over here, the other one that I really like is eighty, and you're going to be like, twenty five thousand. That's a steal. Get the twenty five thousand one. But she wanted that one anyway, so it's like it's free. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jennifer, you can do it. You can do it. I know you can. I see it coming. <laughs> hey, we're going to hear from uh, Kentucky Performance Products, and then we're coming back to speak with Kim Wallace, our favorite eventer and a good friend of the show. She's been on many times, and she's actually a friend of ours. She used to coach Jennifer back in the day. Coach uh, Coach Jen. So she's yep. Coach Coach Kim. She has. She was the original <laughs> coach of Coach Jen. And uh, she started her documentary, and we're going to hear all about it. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Feeding your horse starch-laden grains can lead to colic, laminitis, and metabolic disease. Today, nutritionists are recommending the use of high-quality fat to provide healthy calories. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. It's readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of starchy grains. Replacing grain with a high-quality fat supplement reduces a horse's risk of developing health problems. Equijoule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium to phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. And best of all, horses fueled by Equijoule stay calmer and more focused on the job at hand. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijoule. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Well, hi, Kim. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Glenn. I'm thrilled to be here. Now, I know you're driving right now, and I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us. You've had quite the week. 
I have indeed. So we talked last time you were on about a documentary movie being made about about you and about your horse Gray Goose, and apparently that the being made part has started. It has indeed. This is the second iteration of this documentary. Uh, it's a whole new team, and they are so passionate about all of this. And it's exciting to work with them. This team is amazing, really amazing. And somebody has been picked, and a horse has been picked to play you and the Grey Goose, and you got to spend, what, a couple of days with them while filming. So tell us about, about her and the horse. Okay, so Skylar Voss and her wonderful horse, Argyle, whose nickname is Giles with a Y. So I thought it's, the, the similarities are, are woof. The similarities are truly, I'm very tired. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. The similarities are truly uncanny. I mean, Skylar has two children, one seven months and one seven years. And she has, uh, uh, I mean, Giles has better confirmation than Gray, but he's a very similar type of horse. Same type of personality and way of going and everything about him is so Grey Goose. And uh, she is, uh, you know, she has a very similar, I mean, she wore my cross-country shirt. So she, we have a similar build. Not not now, but the way I was then. And <laughs> <laughs> in a similar way of riding because she was trained by Jimmy Wofford. Uh, I'm watching uh, them on YouTube right now, and it is it, it is uncanny. That is really cool. I'm so excited for you to have this um, th- this whole opportunity to do this. And I remember it was just I mean, it seems like a minute ago, but I know it was probably a while ago that you put a call out or somebody put a call out on Facebook looking for a gray horse and a venter up in the New England area. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm moving to New England. (laughs) Well, actually, actually, they were looking in Virginia because they wanted them to uh, gallop over those fields. So Shannon Fisk. Shannon Fisk is the person behind this whole reblossoming of the documentary. And she called me a while back to write, to interview me for an article for the USEA online magazine. And she was so taken not only by the story with Gray, but also the work that I do with Gideon Goodhart now. And she's, her wheels started turning and she asked about the documentary and I, told her that it was it was in a hiatus period at the moment and then she called me she got in contact with me a few months later and she said you know I know this videographer and she sent me a few clips of work that he had done who make he he made documentary films and I every one of them had an emotional element to it and was beautifully shot and I just knew right off the bat that this guy was the one that I had hoped would come forward to be able to film this story with a sense of emotion to it. And his name is John Welsh and he is amazing. And then um, the third part of the team is Caleb. Wow. I've forgotten Caleb's last name. Dansk. 
that's it. Sorry. Sorry, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they work together so amazingly well. Shannon is the one who's writing the story, you know, putting all the pieces together and uh, does the writing. And John does the videography and Caleb takes the still photographs along with Shannon. And to watch them flow and they... They have creative minds, which is works a lot with like my mind. So we're all into just um, flowing together. Just not, there's no rigidity to any of this. And will they be able to use? Was there any footage, and will they be able to use some of the original footage in in the documentary? So here's something really cool, Glenn. Okay. So you know we we have there is footage from. I mean we have to. We, they haven't delved into the details of getting that footage from Riding for America and Kentucky, The Ultimate Trial. So both of those were shot in 1982 and have, um, between them, we have Gray's dressage, cross country, and show jumping. Oh, wow. That's on either, you know, between them. They have all three of those. And then there are uh, Super 8 movie films that Jack, my husband Jack, took those films and he videographed. So there's VHS. We have all three. VHS, DVD, and uh, Super 8 film that we're going to digitize. That's amazing. The fact that the film hasn't melted at this point is is crazy too. (laughs) It is. And it is. So things are faded and they're a little blurry, but John said... John's a techie. Yay. <laughs> and he said that um, there are programs now yep. that can take that old footage and sharpen them. That's right. That's right. It can sharpen the, the picture, the, the focus, and the color. You can do all of those. That's things. right. Yeah. I can do all of those things. Yeah, I was so, I did a little happy dance when he told me that. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. <laughs> Now, so, Kim, I, I've yeah. got to ask you a question because for those who may not know, you and the Great Goose were the riders in one of the 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 most iconic horse movies of all time, Sylvester. Oh yeah, and yes. it's been phenomenal footage that they have of you and the Great Goose. Uh, do you guys have that to use, or is the movie company like even around anymore that is going to like let you take that footage? It's Columbia Films. I believe that is still around. And we have not. We have not done any of that. Uh, they're just using their footage of, of okay. what they have right now. Yes, that's, that's what they're doing. They're putting together trailers from current footage that they are now and have filmed. Well, and that's why they wanted some, some, you know, some of Skyler. I mean, it was eerie. It was eerie when she galloped over that rise and in my cross country shirt and just um, Giles's galloping style, exactly like Gray. I, I just, I said, guys, I'm gonna, I'm losing it. I'm just horny. <laughs> I just started. I for like three minutes, I just sobbed because it was so overwhelmingly good it was all good happy tears <laughs> it was <just> like <laughs> i was in awe and to be able to i mean how many people get to have that experience that vicariously i was feeling that and you know super my memories were superimposed on the reality of what was going it was just amazing you wore that orange shirt all the time for cross country i did you? yeah and was i it, did is it still the original shirt 
It's the original shirt. Wow. That... Yeah, it has little a few little men's in it, but yes. <laughs> yes, it's red orange shirt and it has the gray goose embroidered in black. Wow. It's amazing that you still had it. That's amazing too. Oh, oh please. We, we don't go. We're horse, horse girls. We don't throw anything away. I still <laughs> have my cross country uh-huh. shirt from when I was 16. <laughs> yep. A lot of good juju with that stuff. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. Well, uh, yeah. for, for everybody who doesn't know Kim's story, I did. I sat down for an hour with Kim, what, a couple of years ago during, during COVID, I think. And uh, we did a whole episode together talking about her history. We talked a lot about grief and your daughter. And I noticed you. part of the filming is you got to go down, uh, you got to, go down to the college and, and see your daughter's tree. And you can learn all more about that. I'll put a link to that episode in today's show notes. So I highly advise you to go back and take a uh, listen to that. Yes, there was some crying in that episode, too. So um, yeah. T- Take a listen to that, but it tells your whole story, and I think I think we did a good job of telling it. So, um, I'll put a link to that. Wonderful. Well, Kim, as always, it's a delight to have you on the show. It's always a delight to speak with you. Jennifer says hello, by the way. Um, oh, I just told everybody that you were Jennifer, one of Jennifer's first coaches. So, uh, yes, yeah, and uh, a few years ago. Now it's been a few. A few, just a, just a few, Glenn. Right. We're not getting old. Do you have time? Do you have time for a really quick story? Yes. Okay, I I like to tell this because Lisa Fox is driving me back. She picked me up in Pennsylvania and drove me to um, this part of Virginia. And now she's driving me back, and to we're stopping en route with at Morningside to do more filming of Skylar. Um, but she told me this story that I didn't know that after Gray retired. Uh, I'm when Gray retired at the Kentucky Horse Park. Uh, she was leading him back to the barn, and she was waiting for me to come, you know, stop talking to all the folks and come meet her. And she said the people started exiting the seats, and all of a sudden she said there was this, like, flood of little kids and their parents just coming right at Gray. And she was like, oh, God, because <laughs> Gray could be a little volatile, but he loved little children. And she said they completely surrounded him. And one little girl who she said her head didn't even come up to Gray's belly came running up to Gray and grabbed him around the forearm and buried her head in his forearm and said, I love you. I love you. I love you, Sylvester. I love you. (laughs) Isn't that sweet? Isn't that sweet? Oh my gosh. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I just wanted to share that with you and your listeners. Well, thank I'm you, Kim. You did. We appreciate it. And uh, good luck. Keep in touch, though. Let us know how it's going, all right? Okay. There well, I'll, a, oh, I'll be, yes. There is a fundraiser, by the way. You can find this uh, on Facebook if you just uh, go to, uh, is it the name of the movie on Facebook? It's the Gray, G-R-A-Y, colon, the Kim Walnut story. That's the title of the page. And there's also a fundraiser. If people want to do- donate money to the documentary, they can do that how? Oh, that's why I sent you that information, because oh, I don't have I it do up have in front it. of me. Okay, sorry. I'm, I, I'm I in the car. It it's, <laughs> it's your PayPal address is Kim Walness Documentary. So they can send it through PayPal. Uh, Kim Walness Documentary is how they can get it to you. At. At, yeah, at Kim Walness Documentary. Yep. Right. Thanks, mm-hmm. Kim. We appreciate it. 
She's such a sweetheart. She really is. She's so delightful. (laughs) She really is. And if you didn't get a chance to, I just looked it up. I did that interview in 2022. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, definitely take a listen to it. It's, it really went through her whole life and, and all the, she's had some struggles in her life. And that's, that's going to come up in the documentary too. So we talked a lot about grief in that one as well. So, um, I know that all of us go through that at some time or another, but I'll put a link to that uh, in our show notes today. You can just click on it and go take a listen to that. But right now, we have to take a break for another one of our sponsors, and then we're coming back, and we're going to talk solar. You can enjoy your favorite equine videos all in one place with Rye TV, the ultimate equine streaming platform. The newly relaunched Ride TV has all the series you love, like Rockstar Vets and Mini Horses, plus top-tier training videos and event footage from BarrelRacing.com and Horse and Rider On Demand. Whether you're ready to relax with your favorite series, binge-watch competition footage, or train with a world champion, subscribe to Ride TV today for only $19.99 to see where your ride takes you. Visit RideTVGo.tv to subscribe. Well, next up, we're going to talk a little bit about putting solar on your farm. And we have one of our terrific auditors who has done this. Her name is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Great to be on. Where are you at? Where are you located? Where's your farm? We're in Southeast Michigan in New Boston. Glenn, you know Jennifer because she came to the movement this year and was on the show with us. Yes, that's right. Yes. (laughs) I was camera crew. That is true. (laughs) So, Jennifer, uh, you're in South Michigan, as you said? Southeast Michigan. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. And we also have uh, the guy who helped you put the solar on your farm. You want to introduce him for us? His name is Chris Johns with North North Coast Solar, and he is amazing. <laughs> All right. We'll find out how amazing later when I ask him questions, okay? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jennifer, why did you decide to do solar? So, for me, the goal was uh, basically problem prevention, and keeping everything as, as safe and efficient on the farm as possible. We knew, you know, it's no secret we've had more major storms. We're seeing energy increases, and we have a we have a sizable boarding facility and heated water tanks or heated waterers out in all of the pastures and paddocks, and all the things you know that go with living in this part of the country. So making sure, like, if we got an ice storm in the middle of winter and lost power. I'm not dealing with frozen water lines where my horses don't have water, or if it's 100 degrees out, I can't run fans for the horses, things like that. So it's really about prevention for me. And I rem- if so, I remember, you have a lot of horses there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have 37. Yeah, that's a lot. So, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> and and it's it's a multi-use property, right? So we our, our home is there too. And it's all connected. So I started researching it to prevent that, to prevent a... a a true power outage for us and contacted a lot of companies. I wouldn't have thought of that because I have automatic waterers and yeah, we have storms where there is, so you might get a new customer today with Chris. (laughs) (laughs) So I need, I need, I need him to find me a company in Oklahoma because I didn't even think about that with the, with solar. If, if for some reason my automatic waters and power get knocked out, it, it, it will keep going. Right. Right. And you're not dealing, if you get, if you get a frozen line that bursts, you then are digging up all the lines to your automatic waterers. And I don't know if you've had to look into that before. 
Um, oh, that sounds awful. Stop talking. It's outrageously <laughs> expensive. So, yeah, I mean, it, that that could have put us under if I'd had to replace all of those after a bad winter. So, Jennifer, so, did you, when you start, the problem with solar, and, and we'll get to this with Chris then, the problem with solar is there's 50,000, you think horse people have opinions. Uh, there's more <laughs> opinions about solar than, it, it's so confusing when you're trying to figure it out. Yes. And how did you figure it out? So that's that. That's how Chris became my guy. I researched this for at least six months and contacted multiple companies, did the online research. And, and again, my goal was to be able to be off-grid if need be. So we, so I went into it thinking, all right, I need to have battery backup. And, and I have no idea how many panels because I don't know what I'm doing. And, uh, and it had all these companies come out to do estimates. And of course they all want to sell you all the stuff, mm. right? Cause that's their job. hundred thousand later. <laughs> More than that. Yeah. We're, we're a lot of the estimates. And when Chris came out, I said, okay, you know, he said, well, you're, he toured the place multiple times and at, kept asking, you know, what are your goals? What are you, what are your needs? And really did a great assessment and said, yeah, you, you don't want batteries. Um, for the amount of power that we would need to that we need to produce that we use, the amount of batteries with today's technology that we would need for our needs, just because the size of the facility would take up, you know, an entire barn, or at least my three car garage. So that wasn't realistic. So he's the one that said, "No, you know what? You need you need to have these. You know, fifty. We have fifty one solar panels of you know in a specific kind that's the best quality and." can take the hail and the tornadoes and all the nonsense we get in our area and then a giant generator. So that has been amazing for us. He wasn't in it about how much stuff I can sell them. It was, what are their needs? How can I make them happy with, you know, with the purchase and for it to do what they want to do. Important so really finding, looking, right? yeah, yeah. do your, yeah. Anybody do your research contact multiple companies. If you have a company that comes in that tries to high pressure you to sign on the dotted line while they're there, kick them to the curb. Um, Chris can, you know, when you talk to Chris, he'll, he'll tell you this was several months of working with Chris to get, you know, him really consulting and, and getting everything how he knew it needed to be and educated and educating me. So it was a phenomenal experience. I love where, how we're talking about him. Like he's not here too. Hi Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm listening. <laughs> and and guys, he uh, he continues to follow up with me on a regular basis. And this is, you know, well over. This is what we're in. We're in year two now. And he shoots me a text once in a while. Hey, how's everything going? So, Chris, did yeah. you do uh, with her particular panels? How many panels did we did we end up with for Jennifer? Jennifer has 51 panels that generally uh, um, take care of like 80 percent of her usage which is a word we use. And then uh, she has a generator that'll do the whole house plus her, her big monster uh, barn system. Gotcha. Okay. So are those panels on the roof or did, or are they separate in a field somewhere? No, her, her, her house was perfect for laying them facing the South side. Um, and then we put them on like three rows, whatever it comes out to 17 or something. And it, it works really great for her. And she had a big enough roof and it was fine. Okay. So you also do ground mounts, they're called. Yes. And as I've seen those at farms before. I've seen the ground mounts. Um, and yeah. I guess some of those will even turn a bit as the, as the seasons change. 
they can, but then it's uh, one reason people go solar is with most solar, there is no moving parts. You don't have to worry about greasing and moving anything. We set them up for the uh, latitude that they're at, at that angle, and they uh, tend to cover for all the whole year. So you 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 talked her out of getting batteries. Um, yes, sir. and I know p- batteries can be very expensive, especially when you need as many batteries as she would need. Is it a situation where the the generator and the solar together were 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 a much cheaper option, or just the better option? For for Jennifer, it was the much cheaper option because um, from what I remember from her, she had the occasional two and three day power outages. And uh, and if it happens in the wintertime, your solar panels will not charge your battery as well as they do during the high sunshine. So it was easier for her to get a whole house generator that would come on and run for the two, three days as needed, rather than her worrying about uh, not charging her batteries back up. Plus, if I remember correctly, her 24 or 22 kilowatt generator whole house was actually less expensive than one battery. Yeah, they're very expensive, are aren't really, they? Really, really yeah. expensive. Yeah. yeah. Right now, the best one is, in my opinion, is a Generac battery. They're they're twenty two thousand five hundred dollars installed. Yeah, one. and they're good for only only seven to ten years, depending on how much you use them. And really, one battery only really runs like three and a half circuits of your house, and wow. on what you hook up to. It won't, yeah. So for Jennifer, she would have needed close to, you know, 10 batteries. And that's not feasible. Your your return on investment, we feel in Michigan on batteries, the return on investment is nowhere near worth it yet. Someday they may get better. Right now, no. So when does it, okay, so you're looking at a situation like Jennifer, and she probably has, she has a big barn. So uh, she has, she has power usage. What were your, what were your electric bills before solar, Jennifer, on a month? Um, a, a typical bill would be it in ours with DTE. It's it's combined gas and electric, okay. so we'd have anywhere from you know six fifty on the low electric month to you know twelve hundred dollars in oh. the winter. And or, what, yeah, and what are you running now? Um, our highest bill since we installed solar was six seventy, but that was middle of winter, and most of that's gas. So, gotcha. like right now, to give you an example, our our last three bills, and this is for the whole property, electric and gas combined, have been like 160 to 275. Wow. So huge difference. And that that also includes all the service fees that the electric company and gas company charge you too. So that's not all usage fee. So Chris, what do you look at return on investment wise? What do you what makes solar worth it? Is it five years return on investment, 10 years? Is that just a totally individual thing? How do you determine what's best? Size of the system compared to how much your usage is, is how we kind of determine. But we aim for, I don't like to use the word return on investment, but your system, if you didn't buy it, generally in 10 years, what you would be paying the electric company is pretty much what that system costs. So after 10 years, your return on investment works out to be whatever that works. Whatever it is, it's kind of hard to explain mm-hmm. it, but pretty much in 10 years, you'd be giving all that money to the power company instead of paying for your own power. And then after that, it's pretty much 
you're just paying for the little bit you still give to the power company. And I assume the number of panels and the system that you put in is entirely dependent on, like our electric bills here at the house are, are less than 200 a month. So you're right. going to look at, uh, you know, how much power they use and all of that. And that determines the size of the system. Yes, okay. we, do, we don't, we don't push any more than you actually need unless you know that down the road, you're going to add a bigger load, like a pool or a hot tub or electric car. Gotcha. You know, so Talk to them to you about credits, because that was a big thing for us. Now we're starting to see the credits roll in. Yeah, um, tax credits and credits from the com- from the power company. First off, yeah. right now, nationwide, the feds are given 30% tax credit if you have, if you apply, if you have the liability, which is another whole subject, but 30% of your cost, the feds will give you back to you as a tax credit. And then the credits that uh, the company you get um, from your power company is as you generate more power during the daytime than you use, you send it back to called the power company, and they give you a credit. And right now in Michigan, most of it is for every, let's call it units, every unit you send to DTE, they give you a half a unit back in credit. So you give them $100 worth over the month, they only charge you $50 when you take it at night. So the object is to keep that credit so that it's not building so that they're just sitting on your money but then you're only paying as little as possible to them each month because you want to use your own power first. Gotcha. Do you do a lot with farms? We are doing some farms. Um, the biggest farm we've done is uh, 81 panels in about, I don't know, 30 miles from Jennifer's. And he had uh, he had a big house, big farm, plus he had a rental, and we tied it all into the to the one system. And uh, he's tickled pink with it. He had a monster bill. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> well, this is very interesting. Jamie, any other questions? So if you're going to get this put in your house, what question would you have? I mean, I guess, you know, for just a barn that was looking into just keeping kind of like a low-grade power, how how much money are we talking that you have to shell out at first? I know there's credits that come later, but like, I know, Jennifer, you have 51 panels and you have a big facility. Do you mind sharing a, a ballpark of what you paid? No, it's fine. Uh, total with everything, including the generator, was 74000 But that's before you get the tax credit, tax credit mm-hmm. from the government. And then also, you know, you'd want to talk to your accountant. Um, but, you know, being mixed-use property, there's portions of that that then you, you depreciate as well to the farm so gotcha well 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 worth it to give you an idea we my husband and i were at a uh, work function for me last night and i get the text from the power company oh your power's out and we're you know an hour away and uh boy check i check the cameras at home in the barn nope everything's fine all the lights are on all the the fans (laughs) are on power didn't come back on until almost midnight and uh and we we literally amazing Oh my gosh. And this winter was especially bad. We had a lot of really bad ice storms where power was out in our area for you know, seven to 10 days and we didn't skip a beat. It's all seamless. It comes on, everything comes on automatically. It's it, the money it has saved me 
just in damage prevention yeah. alone. Labor. I mean, to me, that's, that pays for itself. Yes. You only have to once or twice carry giant buckets of warm water down to the uh, barn to uh, give it uh, to your horses. Oh, uh, man. Not to mention yeah. watering 70 horses by hand. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> well, and, yeah. and all that, you know, power outages usually come with some sort of storm. So to be able to just have the sump pumps running. Mm. Because we've had, you know, we're getting three inches of rain, too. You know what? It, there's I, so I, many things about Talking to you, Jennifer, is you need to get the hell out of there. What are you doing? Good <laughs> Lord. Get down hey, here. Hey, hey, you're one to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't know that there's a good place right now, to be honest. <laughs> you have hurricanes. You have yeah. tornadoes. <laughs> Hurricane season's starting to ramp up here, too. So I don't know that there's a good place. Well, exactly. this has been fascinating. Chris, uh, we'll end with you. If you have one piece of advice, somebody that's looking, you know, whatever state they're in, whatever country they're in, we have listeners all over the world, what's the one piece of advice? you would give them when they start this process uh one quick one quick advice is to make sure they educate you what's going on and how solar works right down to the nuts and bolts and because one of our things is we don't even ask your business until you've got it down you know what we're talking about and the second thing jennifer mentioned it ask for more than one quote there's different um quality systems whether it's an inverter microinverter or the panels themselves. So you want to do the due diligence everybody talks about. Know exactly what you're doing, what you're getting into, and make sure that the company, our company is, we come out, we service what we sell. I come out, sell it. We have a team that comes in and install it that is part of us. Then as you go down the road, we have a service team. So we're all in-house, full service. You want to get somebody that you can count on so that in five years, when you call, somebody's going to answer and they're going to come out. Don't get uh, some sales team that comes out that doesn't really work with, or they work with, or don't work for the, your solar company. And then a year later, you call and say, hey, I got a problem. And then they're pointing at the company, and the company is pointing at the sales team. Mm-hmm. And then you're both hung out to dry. Get an get a in-house full service. Very good. And and your company is North Coast Solar. It's northcoast-solars.com. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Jennifer, thanks for bringing this up. I know that a lot of listeners were interested in this, and we really appreciate you joining us. Absolutely. And if anybody else has any questions, find me on Facebook. It's uh, I'm under Jennifer Keen Taylor or R&B Quarter Horses in New Boston, Michigan. All Happy right. to answer any questions. Thanks, thanks guys. guys. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Your room Bye. is ready, Jen. Come on. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm it. coming. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Do you have a generator at your farm? It's a point of contention right oh. now, Glenn. We have like a little one, but they when we built the house we have now, uh, we did like I guess like it's not plumbing for it, but like it's set up for a whole home generator. It's yeah, you just have the wiring. We have there. the wiring. Yeah. Everything is ready. It's just the expense of it. I told Chad, once you're a captain for a while, we'll start talking about it. But <laughs> but we have a little one that'll power, you know, uh, the weed whacker, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Where you live, a generator probably is a good idea. Yeah. Oh no, it is. It's just, it's just the, you know, it's just everything costs money, Glenn. Yeah, that is true. Even those windows.
120 bucks piece. <laughs> All right, let's do some really bad ads right after we hear from these sponsors. As horse owners, we spend a lot of time on the road. Let U.S. Rider help keep you covered. Our equestrian motor plan offers fast, reliable, nationwide service from our highly trained roadside assistance team. 24-7 coverage for both you and your horse. Membership includes horse trailer servicing, towing, flat tire repair, even on dual wheels, battery assistance, and lockout service on any vehicle in your plan. We also have your equine companions covered with referrals for emergency vet services, barrier referrals, and emergency stabling assistance. Get peace of mind on the road for you and your horse. Join U.S. Rider today. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right, it's time for really bad ads that time of the week when listeners submit ads to us, either from Craigslist or Facebook. And we, I noticed some new names in there today, too. And we just have a little bit of fun with them. And we have prizes that are provided by Horse Lovers with a Z.com. Over 120,000 items at horselovers.com for all of your horsey needs, from horse to rider to barn, just everything. And they provide the prizes to us every month. And this month, we have two terrific prizes totaling over $500. And our I. IRH helmet. That's right. An IRH helmet, matte black with gloss black vent. That's a hard name to say. But basically, you get to pick the size. Uh, and these helmets are terrific. I've seen a lot of these helmets out of competitions. They're comfortable. They have the quick release, easy adjustable uh, Velcro closure, moisture wicking removal liners that are machine washable, which is critical right now. Uh, and they come with the multiple thicknesses and all that stuff. It's certified to ASTM safety standards. That's a $230 value and comes with one of the helmet bags as well. Yes, and also we have the Kensington Protective Products, uh, the fly sheet and the uh, the fly mask. The fly sheet is $250 value. It is like that textiline, ultra durable, UV protection, airflow, insects, fire resistant. I don't know why you need a fire resistant fly sheet, but by God, this has (laughs) it. it's so hot out. (laughs) I know, right? Your horse will not spontaneously combust. Also, the fly mask, which is also a $50 value these things are freaking nice so uh anyway those are kensington is is the fly sheet kind of guru so you're gonna get your horse covered from head to toe and uh of course if you send an ad you're in but we don't always have time to get to them and so debbie sarah caitlin christiana All of y'all are counted. Now, there's a lot that Jennifer, before she went out riding this morning, was also supposed to add in, but didn't. So, all of you guys are counted. We're going to do those next week. (laughs) She was a little distracted this morning. Farrier was coming. Barn barn designing. (laughs) Yeah, barn designing. Um, okay, so Kelly sent this first one in Northern California Horses and Tack Facebook page. This is an ISO. ISO Safe Horse for Low-Level Eventing, Dressage, and Trails in Petaluma, California. I just saw... This thing is a book. 
I just saw a horse out of the corner of my eye galloping in the field and it was Duke. And that is not normal. <laughs> so hang in there, buddy. Um, I, uh, I have the world's nicest client looking for a forever horse for her and her grandkids to ride and love on for the rest of its life. Now, this is the type of client that you could show a horse with three legs and no eyes. And because she's so sweet, she'd have a hard time saying no so as not to hurt your feelings. But I, her trainer, have had way too many three-legged, no-eyes horses bought by sweet clients. So we've come up with a criteria. <laughs> I love that. Every trainer's been down through this. <laughs> <laughs> Under 16, no greenies, no projects. No, he's been sitting for 87 years, but with a quick brain transplant, he'd be perfect. No, he's only three, but he's had 22 years of training by Buck Brenneman himself. <laughs> None of that. 15 hands or taller. Client is short, but doesn't want to feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this trainer. <laughs> Safe. Like, you could put your grandma on it. My client is a grandma, <laughs> a cool fit grandma. No, she didn't ask me to say that, but a grandma nonetheless. She also has grandkids that want to ride, so she needs to be able to put the one she likes on a night source. <laughs> Plenty of forward. Client is retired, kicking his unpaid labor. <laughs> Excellent ground manners. We've also already sacrificed a sufficient number of children to the horse gods. <laughs> cute as hell. The good news is she thinks everything is cute as hell. <laughs> Basically, we're looking for a safe, fun horse that wants to dabble in dressage and get spoiled for the rest of its life. We're open to any breed. No gated horses, though. Sorry. And color. Must pass a PPE within reason. We're not heading to the Grand Prix in this life. This family has had their current mare for 19 years. And let me tell you, this is a mare. You couldn't find a better home for a horse. Priority will be given to the horses closer to the Napa counties. <laughs> I want to hang out with this trainer. I know. She sounds like a trip. <laughs> and she's been down through this all 100 times. <laughs> She's done. She is a grandma. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's get, let's get. <laughs> All right. If you submit uh, your own, if you read your ad on your own and submit it to us, you get double the entries into the drawing. And Amy did that. This ad looks like it is from Marketplace on Facebook. Um, it is for a pair of antique metal handcuffs. This is a picture of a rusty old snaffle bit loose ring. Um, the ad says, I am not 100% sure, but I believe these to be antique handcuffs. Looks to be one size fits all. No adjusting. No spot for a key. Asking $65 or best offer. Oh, my God. $65? Well, they're antiques, Jamie. <laughs> it's an old rusty snaffle bit. <laughs> I saw this one online because, I mean, you know, horse people, we're going to laugh at anything like this. Yeah, it's it's an old old snaffle bit that they want 65 again uh amy if you could provide me with the phone number i would love to call and see if anybody has called on it <laughs> well they will take the best offer whatever that is <laughs> all right here we go with a really bad ad this, this is, is from the facebook marketplace and it's uh plant city florida scary looking old trailer it says, old cool is horse trailer slash no title or measurement slash com w slash tow truck and cash. And um, the parts where there's all caps, I assume that means she's yelling. So anyways, <laughs> available tomorrow slash Friday. Yes, it's available. This add up, it's available. Brunton Road, Plant City. 
first person with cash and tow truck large enough to accommodate this trailer gets it. If you do not have cap the capabilities of towing it and do not have cash, do not bother contacting me. Old horse trailer needs to go on a trailer to get out of here. Would be a really cool chicken coop or playhouse or refurbished accessible with a truck and trailer. DM me for more information. Plant City. Yikes. <laughs> well, now I want to know what it looks like. It sounds like a tetanus shot waiting to happen. It does sound that way. Maybe you should just pay somebody to take it away to the junkyard. Just, just put your grandbabies in here. Yeah. They'll be fine. They'll be okay. Uh, oh Hannah sent this one in from Arizona. Arizona Horse Corner Facebook page. Oh, this is a nightmare of a Facebook page. <laughs> if you want entertainment, go to Arizona Horse Corner. If anyone sees a kangaroo, a, a capybara... Or two porcupines in, in the Monera Tucson area. Please call. Oh my God! <laughs> the zoo See, got I loose. Told you. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? The Pets movie, the one where all the dogs and cats are in the city. <laughs> this is what this. They all got together and said, "We're going to go out and cause some trouble." A Kevin kangaroo, Hart a capybara, and two porcupines. <laughs> If anybody just happens to see a kangaroo or a capybara <laughs> or two porcupines, I don't know any of those. You can see them strutting down the alley. <laughs> hey, man, is that a kangaroo? Wait for somebody yeah, to mug. You just own, call the police and say you lost your kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> or capybara. Aren't they the ones that are like the great big rats? They look like giant rats. Yes, yeah, like yeah. R-O-U-S's from the movie uh, – the Princess Bride. <laughs> and apparently they're but hanging they're around cute. with porcupines, which is odd. <laughs> I feel not... like you should let the authorities know that yeah. your uh, petting zoo has been broken into. <laughs> so who do you uh, think let them out? The kangaroo had to let the rest of them out. Don't you think like Zeus would let everybody out? I uh, don't know. Them capybaras are pretty wily. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Danielle? Well, that's a first. <laughs> that is a first. That, I told you, Arizona Horse Corner Facebook page. I mean, you want to get yelled at, post something. If you want to see stuff, weird stuff, look, go there. Uh, Danielle, I had to leave it because I was like, I can't take it anymore. Uh, Danielle sent this one in. <sighs> Introverts, where are you at? By the way, we know at home. But here is out. <laughs> But here's out. We have the perfect dog for you. Meet Oliver, the penultimate introvert's canine companion. Hate going out to public places. So does Ollie. Hate strangers. So does Ollie. <laughs> Hate trying new things. So does Ollie. Don't like being touched. Ollie's on your page. Hate sharing your food. You guessed it. Dislike other creatures in your space. Ollie is an unsnuggler. Not a fan of children or hold my beer types? Yes, again. Love walking alone in the woods for hours, stopping for a snack on separate tree stumps, please, before returning home for a solitary evening of Minecraft? Ollie <laughs> is your man. Introverts unite. Yes, we know that's an oxymoron. And help us find Oliver a home. Well, he sounds delightful. Oliver is one of those standoffish dogs that don't want anything to do with anybody. <laughs> oh, like... my God. I've had horses like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we've all had uh, dates like that. Um, <laughs> Lorene sent this one in. Yes, the same Lorene that sent me the very nice gift. Thank you, Lorene. Hi, good morning. Good it's Lorene Barden, and I'm going to read a really bad ad. And this is a Craigslist ad for a beautiful three-year horse, $13,000. Wow. And there's a picture, and the picture of the horse was taken behind a fence. 
So there's a lot of fence fencing and fence slats, so you can't really see the horse that well. <laughs> and his head is down. So what you can see of him, like you can't even see his eye or his nose, but you can see like his neck and some mane and his two front feet. And that's all you can see. Nice horse, only $13,000, only three years, very gentle and beautiful. The horse have all the paperwork. And that's it. For $13,000, here's a horse that has his paperwork, but doesn't tell you what he does or anything else about the horse. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Bye. I just want to say about Lorene, if she ever quits listening to the show, I'm going to quit. Like she does weird news. She sends me weird news every week. She does all the really bad. Like literally Lorene, if you stop listening to the show, I'm going to quit. Just so you know. There's super Um, fans and then there's Lorene. There's she's, she's part of it. Actually. She's She's part of our family. (laughs) Uh, Next one is, I don't know who sent the next one in. Don't really have a name to it. Uh, so, Gentle oh, Bay. Oh, this is this is the one I found. Ah, okay. Gentle Bay Roan Quarter Horse Type Gelding, thirty-five hundred dollars. Is it a quarter horse? Or is it Bay Roan Quarter <laughs> Type Gelding? Type gelding. Is he a gelding or not? Is he a quarter horse or not? We don't know. Very sweet quarter horse type gelding. They say it again. Five years old, fifteen point three. He's truly one of the few that acts like they were born broke. Always oh, sure God. of himself, smith, smooth trot and lope, has a good headset, stands to be mounted, easy to catch out in the pasture. But have we're you not ever sure what he, somebody, he or she is. Today's uh, a type, but have you ever heard somebody say he was? He acts like he was born broke? Yes, I've, and I'll tell you where I've heard that. I've heard that at some of the quarter horse auctions I've been to over the years. <laughs> oh my God, that's a thing? <laughs> it is a, I, I it is a that saying that because... the auctioneers love. Yes. His horse is born, born broke, broke, man. That's right. Uh, no, they they aren't at all. Should <laughs> yeah, No, that's and not. And usually it's being ridden by an Amish boy who's standing up. Uh, oh, uh, God. <laughs> yeah, on the back. That's right. Um, this is a one in Tecumseh, and this is in Oklahoma. Mare in Philly, 2,500. <clears throat> Have a super nice flea-bitten mare in Dunroan, Philly. Both grade. Philly's sire is supposed to be registered with Hancock. Who's, who's Hancock? I guess that's quarter horse. So oh, it's a oh, okay. you know, big deal. Um, but we don't know because it's not registered. Mare. It's supposed to be. <laughs> Nine-year-old, 14-2-HH, gentle and in your pocket. Good, tough feet. Broke to ride, very soft in the mouth. Easy to catch, trim, bath, and load all of it. Supposedly, Pony's horse is at the track. This is a cowboy's horse. If you're not a hand, you need not inquire. Not that she really needs a hand. Just someone semi-experienced, because she's been sitting for a while, and when we pulled her out the other day, she was definitely feeling her groceries and got my <laughs> husband out of the seat, and then he went and broke his arm. <laughs> Sorry. That's funny. Not selling because of the bucking, but because of our now financial burden. You have to pay the hospital to, bill. <laughs> to be clear, this horse does not have a history of bucking whatsoever. Was simply fresh. Okay, can I can I tell this person, this woman, Just that please. now this horse has a history of bucking? Whatsoever. <laughs> it's part of the history. <laughs> 
Well, you know what? They got a bonus, Glenn. Here's what, what they're going to do for you. If you're going to buy this horse, <clears throat> we'll have her wormed before going anywhere. Are they going to spend $3? <laughs> Thank you for throwing $3 of ivermectin into horses. Probably not been wormed forever, ever. You can guarantee we're going to worm it. Now, by the way, there is another horse for sale. Philly should mature 15H. Weaning date is September 20th. Halter broke, not friendly. <laughs> but it's getting easier to catch. <laughs> they want 2500 for both. You mean I have to take the filly that, that uh, I got to train along with the okay, nine-year-old? Well, you got to take one that needs to be trained that may or may not end up 15 hands uh, that's not weaned yet. Or you going to take the one that's going to buck you off and break your arm. <laughs> We're not selling it because of the bucking. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. The Oklahoma st- statement that came out of that and really jumped out at me was definitely feeling her groceries. That's such an Oklahoma <laughs> statement. She's definitely feeling her groceries, okay? <laughs> so Oklahoma. And so probably their response was, we need to starve her for a little bit. No soul. Can't have a soul when you're doing this. Nope, but yes, yeah, nope, no they're soul. like, yeah, she's feeling her groceries. You know what? We're giving her too much food. She don't buck none. I mean, except for that time that she bucked off my husband and he broke his arm. But that was his fault because he's the one who darn fell off. He should have just ridden it out. I don't know what the hell's wrong with him, okay? She done buck and she just a little bit fresh because she's been eating too much and you know what i you know what is the reason she butt glenn it's because she needs to be dewormed <laughs> i love you I know, know this person. you know I when know they them. say broke to ride very soft in the mouth easy to catch trim bathe load all of it that there's a butt coming <laughs> you know there's, there's a, butt. a butt coming there's always, always a butt, a butt. <laughs> All right. Uh, probably bucked on the track, too, with those other horses. <laughs> so You know what they said? You could pony horses at the racetrack with it, but I never done that. No. I don't know. <laughs> no. By no. the way, let me just point out that hmm. there is, and I'm sure somebody will correct me, but you don't really use mares' pony horses on the track. So, <laughs> especially 14 two-hands bucking, bucking mares. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, everybody who submitted ads. We really appreciate it. Uh, and we'll do some more again next week. If you want to send ads to us, send them to Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. That's Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Don't post them on the Facebook page because we will miss them there. You just need to send them Don't directly. Don't send them to me, y'all. Stop emailing me things. I don't <laughs> need them, ads. Send just them weird to news. Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. She will make sure they're put in if she's not too distracted and out at the barn. She will make sure that gets happened, and hopefully by next week, she'll have picked a barn style, and she won't be as distracted anymore. Let's hope. Get the extra windows, Glenn. <laughs> okay, I will. Get the extra what, windows. How much a piece? 120 a piece. Okay, good. Uh, that doesn't, that sounds like a steal, actually. That's that's like a good deal. I'm trying to get a replacement window for the rental house on my property, and oh, I got quotes of like three grand. That, yeah, that's, that's a lot more than the windows in your barn. <laughs> you know when somebody comes out and they get out of their car and they're wearing a suit? Get back in your car. In Oklahoma when it's 100 degrees. <laughs> I want Bubba to come out here and install me a window. Yeah. I don't want some guy who's got a briefcase that's going to try to like do oh, he probably like, s- one guy. Did he sell you can- the whole house? Did he try and sell you all the windows? Because all the windows are shot, Jamie. They're all going to be like this one. If you don't do this today. Oh, no. Today was a discount, Glenn. If oh. I would have just bought right then, I would have got a discount. But the guy gets out of the car to sell me a window because one's broken in the rental house and it sucks. And I'm just trying to get one day window put in. And this guy gets out of the car and has props. And I was like, no, 
Do you see <laughs> this little windowless nightmare? I'm trying to put a window in that's broken. Just get back in your car. Get back in. <laughs> I guarantee they, the next one's also going to try and sell you the whole house of windows. I'm just looking for Bubba to come out here and replace mm. my window, okay? Yeah, yep. I'll buy it and you just stick it in. Well, Zach hasn't started working on our property yet, so I'm not sending Zach. He's got to get to our property first. I should call Kevin. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Kevin will have a solution if <laughs> he's not golfing. <laughs> hey, stay cool, everybody. No post show. No post show. Oh, we're done. We're All done. Right. We've Wait, had enough. <laughs> I got to call Kevin back.